0: we are back it is the detroiter covering sports in the motor city in the mitten state presented by the second string i'm your host nick bradley huge fucking weekend huge day it's been one day of the week count like if you count the holiday as a holiday huge weekday huge weekend i'm buzzing people (laughs) I got nowhere else to put it other than that. I am buzzing like a a swarm of angry hornets. I'm buzzing. I don't know if the baby bees, a swarm of angry bees. I'm buzzing either way. Came out with the uh, K9, Kenneth Walker, Cutback Kenny, Kenny Heisman. Whatever you like, whatever you go with, I'm down with that. Working with Kenneth Walker, the absolute savage, savage performance he posted. This weekend at Northwestern, fortunate enough to be working with them. We put up a new design, got a crew neck t-shirt. They're fucking fire. They are. I don't know who, like whose hands obviously Ken and I are working together. So we both posted it and put it on our social media pages. I'm not really certain whose hands it's gotten into or whose social media page it's found its way across. Um, It's going fucking crazy though. It's as I'm recording this, it's Tuesday evening. It's I've had the most traffic I've had on the website. I think ever. Um, I am on the verge of doing the most business in one day ever. And it's only fucking going up from here. It's only going up from here. If Kenny dubs, Kenny cutbacks, K nine K dub three. If he has another big week. Oh my God, folks. Oh my God, folks. We may be looking at a down payment on a house, just off Kenneth Walker t-shirts. <laughs> and that's like kind of not totally a joke, but it is a joke. But like, I don't know, maybe a piece of shithouse could do a down payment. What a fucking weekend, baby. I mean, if you came for Red Wings, you're in the wrong place. If you came for Pistons, you're in the wrong place. seku has gone. Kind of a bummer there. I that actually kind of forgot about that until just this moment. Seku for DeAndre Jordan feels a little early to give up on Seku. I I know he's like not been great. I know he was a, what, was he like 11th pick, 13th pick, something. Um, We knew he was a project. He's not even 21. That guy still hasn't even had a beer. He hasn't even been able to go down to the old shillelagh legally, and we're going to just cut his ass out like that? That seems a little premature, especially, I get it, they're clearing cap shit like that. Um, For DeAndre Jordan, too, though, who's, old and trash. And I don't know. I, it just feels like a great candidate for another piston that the Pistons after two years were like, all right, whatever. And then he, it's like in three years, Oh, Seku Dumboya, he's averaging 28 and four for the Brooklyn nets. And he's only 23. Can you believe that you can, you believe the Pistons let this guy go feels like a prime fucking candidate. To be one of those guys, and as Pistons fans know, we've had a million of those already, it feels like. Pretty much anybody who's been successful in the NBA at one point or another, the Pistons passed on him. Kind of don't love giving up on a 20-year-old again. 20? That's insanely young. 20-year-old for a guy who's going to be out of the league in like three months. You think DeAndre Jordan's like putting in the man hours this offseason? season like learning the new play set Casey likes to run. Do you think DeAndre Jordan's giving it his all for this Pistons team? That No offense. I mean, let's go Stones. Cade's going to win multiple championships in Detroit. But this first year, not going to be a good team. you think DeAndre Jordan is going from playing with his buddies, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, and trying to win a ship to, oh, let's bust ass. Let's put in the same amount of effort for this Pistons team that is going to be out of playoff contention halfway through the season. Yeah. I don't think so. And to give up a 20-year-old, again, I get it. He was underwhelming, whatever. To give up a 20-year-old who's we knew was a project, like this dude's not supposed to be lighting it up. The day they took Sekou, it was like uh, understanding, hey, guys, this dude's not supposed to light it up in his 20-year-old, 19-year-old seasons. He's going to probably be trash. Give him some time. Be patient. That's why we're labeling him as a project and I get like Troy Weaver. He did the right thing. He took Cade. He's made some shrewd moves. Um, His draft class last year obviously was awesome. Like he's done some real good stuff and it's, I I don't think we have any reason to kind of doubt what he's done and what he's going to continue to do, but is a move where it's kind of like, really? Like why? What's the, I don't totally get it. I just don't totally get it. It feels like a move where you got a whole lot more to lose than you do to gain. And the Pistons, and especially, like, if for no other reason than for the fans, like, they've been scarred so many times already by moves exactly like that where you're just giving up on a young dude and then, oh, wow, Chris Middleton's fucking sick now? Oh, well, that's that blows. Like, the Pistons fans have been through that so many times already. It's like, are we really – we're really just going to do that again with Sekou? Not to say, oh, man, Sekou guaranteed superstar and we're going to regret it, but, like – He's he's a guy that you probably shouldn't just get rid of for nothing. Like you should probably wait on. If, if you're told me, oh okay, listen, we'll get rid of Seku, but we'll get back to Andre Jordan. <laughs> Can you believe that? Oh okay, no, then I'll just I, oh so I'm pretty much I'll get back essentially nothing. Okay, I'll hold on to him. So is what it is. Um, I it's not like losing Seku fucking gonna change the direction of this franchise. <laughs> I hope it could. Who knows if three years, three years from now, it's like Cade, Sadiq, and it's like, man, <laughs> if only they had like a a, a a multi-position like power forward like Pascal Pascal Siakam type guy. Just describing Seku. Oh, maybe that day will come. Let's hope not. I don't know. I don't think it's the biggest deal in the world, but it's certainly a deal where it's like, well, I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not educated enough about it. Maybe DeAndre Jordan is going to come to LCA and start throwing down windmills again. I don't know. Questionable, though, from the outside. All right, uh, Tigers, who gives a fuck? Um, Lions, big first week. Before we get into Lions, I got to talk MSU. I mentioned Ken Walker, the absolute stallion Mel Tucker's got going in the backfield this year. I don't know how I want to do this this year. So I mentioned last week, once the Lions and uh, State are both going every single week, um, I think I'm going to have to do two episodes. I'm going to have to do maybe like a Tuesday episode of the Detroiter where, okay, let's let's look back at the games this weekend. Let's talk about what happened. And then do maybe a Thursday episode, probably a Thursday, either Thursday or Friday, most likely a Thursday where we're looking forward. All right. MSU just beat the fucking brakes off Northwestern. How much are they going to beat Youngstown State by? Okay. The Lions just whooped San Francisco. What, what, I think, who do they play the next week? I can't even remember. But one episode where we're kind of reviewing, talking about the games from the previous weekend. And then another episode where we're looking forward to the next week's games. Because I said it too, like at least for the month of September and most of October. I know um, hockey will end up starting, basketball will end up starting, MSU starts, I think, in November sometime. For at least the month of September, it's going to be MSU football, probably some Michigan football, and then Detroit Lions. Like, there's nothing else to talk about. Hockey's pretty much shut down until the season. Like, there's nothing going on. Basketball, same deal. So it's going to be football, and I wouldn't want it any other way. I fucking love football. It's the best sport to watch. It's the best sport to talk about. It's the best sport to re-watch. The fans being back at college games, game changer. Absolute game changer with the fans being back. So I can't wait to talk about it. I think that's what we're going to end up doing. And then once hockey and basketball start, I may have to reevaluate the format again because then it's like, all right, shit. The previous week's State and Lions game. Future week, State and Lions game. And now, like, the Red Wings are playing. The Pistons are playing. And then once MSU gets into the fold, like, we'll have to do, I mean, at least two episodes a week. Then We may have to turn that into three. We'll see. But I'm thinking starting next week after the Lions game, this weekend, obviously, State plays Youngstown. After this weekend, we'll start doing the, all right, two Detroiter episodes a week. One looking back at the games, talking about breaking it down one looking forward to the games talking about it. So I can't wait. I can't wait. And I certainly, if I couldn't wait before, I was fucking juiced. I've been juiced since I started this feed, since I decided to break off the second string podcast feed and and do something that the episodes, everything was going to be Detroit, Michigan, Michigan State. I've been ecstatic at the idea of talking about actual football games, like not just Oh, Mel Tucker's doing this. Mel Tucker tweeted that. Oh, this recruit, not just, oh, Jared Goff, the varsity jacket. I've been juiced to to be able to talk about actual, like the actual product, actual results, an actual game, like why I'm excited to talk about it. And Mel Tucker and the Michigan State Spartan dogs could not have lived up to the hype any better. First things first. ESPN, figure it the fuck out, guys. I'm sitting there. I've been looking at this UNC-Virginia Tech game that is the most boring game I've ever laid eyes on. But for the last 30 minutes, just waiting for MSU to start, 9 o'clock rolls around. I'm checking ESPN 2. I'm checking ESPN 3. I'm checking ESPN Deportes. I'm checking ESPN 8, the Ocho. State can't be found anywhere. Oh, it's coming on after this Virginia Tech game. Well, that sucks, but fine, I guess. Like I want I want to cut into the broadcast early. I want them to break down how Peyton Thorne throws the football. I want the pomp and circumstance. That's what I love. I fucking said it all last week. That's what I love about college football. We gotta we gotta figure it out. You can't have two games, Aaron, on the same channel and not be in the second game for the start of it. I the game fucking came on and it was six nothing. Obviously, I was pumped. I was like, oh, my God, did they run the kickback? What happened? It was 6-0 MSU, and I didn't miss it. I didn't see a thing. I didn't see a thing. It cuts in 6-0. I'm looking at guys like helmet tapping on the sideline. What the fuck, dude? I've been looking forward to that moment, to turning on the game, like all the butterflies, the anticipation, the nerves, like finally setting in. All right, is Mel Tucker, like is this guy the real fucking deal or what? I've been waiting for months. I've been waiting since the season ended last year for that exact moment and when we cut in it's just over already. They're celebrating and I didn't even didn't get it for a second. You cannot allow that at your network ESPN. Nobody gives a fuck about Virginia Tech or or North Carolina football. Okay? It's Duke UNC playing in Cameron Indoor, fine, I get it. You can't You can't, you can't cut into the game and miss the first play and have it be a 75-yard touchdown in year two of the Mel Tucker era where there has not been more hype and momentum and excitement behind this program in at least five years. You can't do it. You just can't. So that was a tough way to start the game. Good way to start the game, Kenneth Walker, house. Um, Obviously, like, he made the guy miss and then fucking burners down the sideline. Got to be honest, did not know he had wheels like that. And good move, like good little sidestep to make the guy miss. But, my God, that that tackle effort that the dude weighed on him was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. Pat Fitzgerald had to have thrown up in his mouth a little bit watching that guy try to take Walker down. I mean, it was pathetic. Um, great way to start. Bad way. Like, I was pissed. I was happy about the game, but I was pissed that I just missed that. Can't have it, ESPN. You just can't. Like, that's fucking – what is that? That's Bush League. You're ESPN, dude figure it out or at least like tape delay it and then show the first play. And then in the commercial, I don't know, figure it, like do something. You can't have that. All right. Now that I'm done bagging on ESPN, unbelievable game played by MSU. Unbelievable game played by Michigan state. I thought, I thought they dominated pretty much from start to finish. Um, I thought the offense was, I mean, when Kenneth Walker's running for 264 yards, it's tough to be bad as an offense. The offense I thought was like incredible, like way, way outperformed my expectation. The offense, I kind of thought, all right, this defense, it'll be similar to you last year. Like the games we win, the games we kind of sneak by, the defense will carry us through and the offense will kind of, they will just have enough to get it done. The offense looked like they've been putting up 35 a game for years, 38 whatever. They looked like they've been doing it for years. They looked like, "Oh my, we only scored 38." Like after the game Payne Thorne's talking about, eh, "I was okay, I could have been better." Brother. You led the you led the offense, an offense that has been notoriously bad without you before you, with Mel, without Mel, an offense that has been notoriously bad for the last 5 years. You led them to 38 against what's believed to be a good Northwestern team on the road. First time anyone's been in a road environment. Granted, it wasn't Chicago. I'm sure at least half the stadium was MSU fans, but you just led an offense in week one to a 38-point game. Like you got I mean, that's I don't think anybody expected numbers like that to be put up. Again, Kenneth Walker, but still, but still 38 for anybody. It's like, oh, okay, the offense played well today. Um, I thought the defense played pretty well, too. I thought Scotty Hazleton dialed up the blitzes at very, very, very nice times. That Xavier Henderson, where he just came right up the middle untouched. Beautiful, beautiful call. Um, The corners, like the only question mark, the only like, eh, I guess it wasn't so good. The corners um, early in the game, Kalen Girvin got not toasted, but just beat for like a kind of a 50-50 ball. On a long ass third down, Ronald Williams. I will say I was a bit disappointed in because he was a guy that we heard about coming out of camp, like, oh man, this dude, this fucking Alabama guy. He's he's different. This guy's built different. Like, what? Just wait, just wait. He got toasted a couple times where the guy just beat him dead clean off the line of scrimmage, and I was like, what? I don't. A, you should. I mean, it's Northwestern. You came from Bama. Probably should be faster than him, but that's fine. B. If you're not faster than him, what are you doing half a yard away from him when the ball snapped? I don't know. I thought Ronald Williams was the one spot where it was like, ah. Like, can't have that when you play Penn State, when you play Michigan, when you play Ohio State. Can't have that. Can't have the guy with a quick release and just three yards ahead of you right off the line. Can't have that. Xavier Henderson I thought was nasty. Felt like he he kind of – We'll see as the season progresses, but he's kind of filling the role of the Antoine Simmons, of the Joe Bocci, of the Riley Bull of year past where it's like it feels like the guy makes 30 tackles a game, which I love from the safety position. I've always loved Henderson. I think everybody kind of has. Um, he's played since he was a freshman. He's only gotten better. He's only t- taken on more, I guess, high-responsibility like positions within the team. I thought he was awesome um crouch and Halliday, the linebackers i thought were fine and i thought the pass rush was pretty good like the defense yeah they gave up 21 yeah they missed a couple kicks the when i rewatched it i kind of didn't even realize how many skin of their teeth conversions northwestern had like they scored that last touchdown kind of at the end end of the game and i think they picked up like three fourth down conversions right so that's the And you got to think, Scotty Hazleton, like when you're up 17 and there's five minutes left in the game, like you're probably not sending the house on third down and whatever. You're probably not sending the house at all. You're probably rushing three, rushing four, and just, all right, no big plays. And they still got him into three different fourth down opportunities, and Northwestern just kept hitting on him. Like it is what it is. If you're getting them to fourth downs when you're kind of playing soft, when you're just protecting the lead – That's pretty fucking good. And they made some nice plays, credit to Northwestern. And that's the other thing. Like to some extent, like I said, Northwestern people were coming in like, oh, I mean, like MSU is going to have a tough time. Northwestern is going to be pretty good. Northwestern's going to make some plays eventually. Like that's, that's just like how sports work. They're going to make some plays eventually. They can't, well, they could, I guess, but they're probably not going to finish the game with zero points. Probably just not gonna happen. I mean, could probably not. So, you know, they'll make a couple plays. We made a couple plays. We made more. We won, they lost. Story of the game. Talk to him about him off the top. Kenneth fucking Walker the third, dude. Where did this guy come from? Where did this guy come from? Are you shitting me? Are you are you shitting me, dude? This guy came out of nowhere. Listen, I knew or I read whatever from the offseason, okay, State's backfield is going to be solid. Jordan Simmons, I liked him last year. He's coming back. Eli Collins two years ago was awesome. He's coming back. Harold Joyner from Auburn. Kenneth Walker from Wake. Okay. Like the backfield, there's there's good running backs back there. The entire offseason and leading up into week one, I kind of took that as and read it as, Oh, so that we got like four pretty good backs. Like if anyone gets like, we'll have a lot of depth, everyone will be competent. Okay. Uh, I didn't know we'd have fucking Saquon Barkley Jr. In the MSU backfield. Obviously he started off with a bank first run, 75 yards house. Like I said, didn't know he had the burners like that until that moment. I always thought he was kind of more of like a power back, like I just, like good vision power guy didn't know he could just, Oh, you gave me the edge. Well, touchdown. Oh, you gave me two yards of room. Oh, that's going to be 40 yards. Thank you very much. Didn't know. He had the kind of explosiveness that he demonstrated the vision on this guy though. I it's, it is a beautiful thing to watch. Like, do you, you know, in sports, when you get those guys that are just better, maybe not, not, not even necessarily like, Oh, better than everyone on their team and the other team but just better at what they're doing than other people you've watched. LeBron, just better at basketball than other people you've watched, right? Cassius Winston, just, like, better than everybody you've watched. Kenneth Walker gave me vibes like that, where I'm sitting there watching the game like, this guy's just, like, the best running back I've watched at MSU, and he's been playing here for three quarters. Like, what's up? He's just the best running back that I've seen play at State. Yeah, he's probably not Saquon. Yeah, he's probably not Ezekiel Elliott. He's the best running back I've seen at MSU. And Eli Collins had a great year that one year. Uh, 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 LJ Scott, his freshman year, was gave you vibes where you're like, oh, this kid, this kid's pretty fucking sweet. Le'Veon Bell, ever heard of him? Watch Kenneth Walker three quarters, two quarters, one quarter in, sitting there. This guy's the best best that I've seen at state. He's the, he's the best that I've seen. I didn't know we were sitting on someone like that. You watch some of his clips, dude. There's this one, uh, like a minute-long video on YouTube. A couple of his Wake Forest runs. I swear to God, he's Saquon Barkley Jr. I swear to God the way he makes people miss. It's not just, oh, open field tackle, fucking impossible, impossible play for the defender to make. It's like, oh, I'm in the hole. I'm in the hole. I have like a yard on either side of me, and he makes a mess and goes. It's like he's creating holes. He's finding holes that don't even exist. It's like a power play to the right. There is no design to cut it back. He gets to the line. All right, clogged up. Well, in this case, 99% of running backs at this level would just run into the back of their offensive line and gain a yard. Not Kenneth. He's going to stop. Oh, wait a second. There's not a soul on the left side of the field. Cut it back left, 20-yard gain. The way, like, his footwork, he, like, gets up and down. He does that little, I don't know what you even call it, like the Saquon, like, hop that he does, like a skip almost. It's just quick feet. Like, the guy comes for his legs, and boom, his legs are just gone. Like, he, he's not, like, hurtling the guy, but he's just, like, hopping out of the tackle. It's the – it's – I don't know how to describe it, but only Saquon does it, and Kenneth Walker does that shit. It's, like, just, like, a sidestep hop. It's lightning fast. I'm sitting there – I. Literally, I watched and I was like, wait, what is it? Like, I know it's kind of crazy for me to say this guy's reminded me of Saquon, but this guy, this fucking guy reminds me of Saquon. There's nothing else I could say. And then he's making cutbacks and and dare, dare I say, some of these cutback runs, dare I say, he had the one, his last touchdown play to the left. Cuts it back right, and is like it's like that Barry Sanders play. He's running, like, behind his offensive lineman. His old linemen don't even know what's going on, and he's just like, you guys just don't move. I'll run behind you. It's all good. It, again, I can't believe I'm about to say it, but cutting back and finding holes and creating holes that, like, Barry – like, shit like Barry Sanders did, where it's like, oh, my God, wait, what? The play was supposed to go to the left, and here he is running down the right sideline after cutting back four times. What is going on? He's running behind defenders that have their back turned to him. What is going on? What is going on? I Obviously, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm working with him. I want to sell a billion shirts. I want him to rush for 500 yards every night. But, my God, I don't care if you're a state fan. I don't care if you're a Michigan fan. I don't care who you or what you're a fan of. Watching Kenneth Walker play Friday night, it was apparent like, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. This guy's different. Uh-oh. Woo, woo, woo. built different alarm, built different alarm. It was apparent. Um, excuse me. 23 carries, 264 yards and four touchdowns, bro. That's fucking, that's better. Any of you listening right now, that's a better stat line than you've ever put up in Madden. That is a better stat line than any of you have ever put up in Madden. 264 and four house calls. Yeah. What? This guy's leading the Heisman. This guy's leading the Heisman, and that's not even me being a homer. Kenneth Walker, I don't know if they do a Heisman, like tally up the Heisman votes after week one, but if they do, Kenneth Walker is leading the Heisman vote after week one. He dominated the game. He made Northwestern. It was like a highlight, like a high school highlight tape where it's like, oh, this guy, yeah, he's fast and he's good, but it's because these guys are all 5'10", 160. He made Northwestern. Look like high school teams. Like he's like running around. Is anyone going to try to tackle me? It was fucking incredible. Averaging like over ten yards a carry with four touchdowns, bro. I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see what this guy does next week against again Northwestern's defense. Real good last year. They lost some pieces. They brought some pieces back. Supposed to be a good team this year. He just roasted them for 264. We get to play Youngstown State this weekend? I don't know much about Youngstown State. As a matter of fact, I don't know shit about Youngstown. But I do know this. I would bet my life savings that Northwestern has a better defense and a better running defense than Youngstown State Penguins. I could be wrong, but I would bet that Northwestern, probably a better defense than Youngstown. We get to play them at home. Oh, Oh, Lord. He better have – I mean, we'll see, I hope. But I'm going into Saturday like, is this guy going to run for 300 yards today? Like, are we going to start pulling up the Barry Sanders single-season rush total? (laughs) Are we going to start referencing that stat during MSU games? I mean, he just did 264 against Northwestern playing Youngstown. I don't know shit about Youngstown. Uh, 200 seems attainable. 200 and maybe two tutties, that seems possible. Like, I'm actually at the point, Kenneth Walker, I think, a long, long, long shot for him to win the Heisman. Obviously, it's going to be a quarterback. It always fucking is. But my God, if he could just hang out in the Heisman conversation, like, even if it's a, oh, it's Bryce Young. Oh, it's CJ Stroud. Oh, it's this guy, it's that guy. Also, Kenneth Walker, like, Kenneth Walker, it may be in the top. Like, if he could just be there where it's like he's getting mentioned in the Heisman. That would be unbelievable. We haven't seen a player like that. I don't know. I mean, Burbridge was never even like close to a Heisman guy. He was sick, though. Connor Cook, same shit, like never really in the Heisman, but he was real good. Like, would he he'd be the best offensive player we've had since maybe Le'Veon? And he'd be better than that if he's hanging out in the Heisman conversation. Whew. I'm juiced. I was juiced for the season going in. I was certainly juiced that they beat Northwestern to a bloody pulp. But nothing got me fired up quite like the idea that we may have, like, a national player here, like an all-American running back, who is, is changing games, not an all-American running back running behind the best offensive line in the country where there's a 10-foot hole every time. No, we're talking an all-American running back who's going to be an all-American because the first guy will never tackle him. Um, If the hole is clogged or if the play is not blocked correctly, guess what? He just decided there's a new hole and it's over there, and he's the only one that realizes it. Um, a guy that oh you get you live left him some room, he got around you. Okay, he's going fifty yards down the sideline. A guy that is a game changer at the running back position, apparently so. Like I don't want to hype it up too much, put too much pressure, but if you're an MSU fan, there's a lot to be excited about after Friday. But obviously, nothing more than Kenneth Walker. I fucking can't wait to see what he does against youngstown bro youngstown oh try 300 yards five touchdowns bro 264 and four against northwestern youngstown whatever barry sanders record we're coming for it penguins we're coming for it all right we'll do a quick break um and then we'll look at the lions niners (laughs) uh we'll look at it (laughs) All right, we're back. Before, I know I said we were going to just hop in and do some cats. Before we get into the Lions, I do need to talk about Peyton Thorne. I can't believe I forgot. Um, He started, obviously. Mel Tucker wasn't saying a thing. That dude's lips were sealed, vacuum-tight sealed. I don't know. I kind of went in. I know I said last week I went and I wanted Thorne to start. Um, I was happy when I saw that Thorne was out there and heard he was the starter. I think it's the right pick. I don't even know. Like – uh, to, to some extent, are they saying, "Oh, it's a battle. It's a battle to kind of keep these guys going all training camp." Did they know it was Thorn the whole way? I kind of, when I saw the Russo tape the very first time, I was like, "Oh, like Thorn." I feel like Thorn's got some upside. If he can, if he can get to the level where he can do all the kind of basic things, I think he's got some upside to bring to the table. And that's all he had to do this week, and he did it well. I thought he played real well. I know. He had the quote after where he said, oh, it was fine, but could have been better. I mean, yeah, everyone always – even Kenneth Walker maybe, probably not, could have been better. But I thought Thorne played pretty well. I don't, I think he took care of the ball. There was only – it was one of the screens. He threw it over the guy's head, and it was a little bit – kind of made my stomach turn. I think he took care of the football. Um, he made all the easy throws, like someone's running across the middle, 10 yards, to 15 Got to put it on him. He did made those throws like a 10-yard hitch. He made those. There was one uh, like a eight-yard curl that he threw to the wide side to Reed that he, I think he just skied it. I'm not sure. Um, he, it missed him bad. That was the only throw I remember from the game being like, ah, got to have that. That was the first one where it was, okay, that's not great because it was like a third down and eight, and Reed was right at the sticks, and he was open. He had a couple yards of uh, room to work with ball was on the way and just sailed and it was like ah but other than that I thought Thorn was real good and we're gonna see more of the upside too is what is what excites me like if we can start he did everything we need him to do if he did that every game the rest of the way I'd be like all right I'm in on Peyton Thorne going into th- year three 2.5 for him whatever I'm in I'm in If he can do this, if he can do what he did against Northwestern all year, just take care, make the throws he has to make, give his guys a couple chances. I loved how he did that. That Jaden Reed, I think it was the second drive of the game. He just throws a 50-50 ball to Jaden Reed. Fucking thank you. I'll have that. Trey Mosley. Trey Mosley like laying out on a deep post corner. Just throw it out there, dude. Just throw it out there. Like if if – plays come down to our wide receivers against their defensive backs i like our wide receivers Jaden reed Jalen naylor trey mosley those are three fucking good players those are three guys that would start probably everywhere in the conference except for osu maybe not mosley but the other two like those guys are playing everywhere they're good fucking football players i like that Thorne. just hey all right He's like kind of covered. That's fine. I'm just, he's going to catch it anyway because, and I'm going to throw it because I trust them. I don't mind that. I like quarterbacks that are willing to take chances now, like situations maybe you're up a touchdown late in the game. Let's let's hold on to the 50 50 ball. But early in the game, like you're on the road trying to gain some momentum. Why not? Why not toss it up to the hometown kid? Jaden Reed to snag it. Trey Mosley's was nuts. Connor Hayward. He had one where he came across the middle, and the ball was a little overthrown, and he just laid out, fucking brought it in. He was real good to do. Um, Also, at the tight end position, that play where he caught – it was third and maybe six or seven, and he caught it like two yards downfield and just took the entire Northwestern defense with him. Are you kidding? That was maybe the play of the game. I mean, like with all Kenneth Walker did, honestly – he took the entire defense. He said, "Oh, we're going this way. Actually, for five more yards, and then I'll go to the ground." Like, are you kidding? I, for, I swear to God, for at least the last two years, I've been saying to my friends, anybody who would listen, for the love of God, that Connor Hayward put him at tight end. When he excels as a running back is when he's catching passes. When he, it's like, oh, Connor Hayward, nice play. It's when Mel Tucker has a motion into the slot and running out. It's when he runs it out or a curl from the backfield. He's too fast for some of those guys, and he's too big for the others, and he's got great hands. And then guess what? When he gets it, he runs like a running back. Put him at tight end. We got plenty of running backs. Put him at tight end. Let him use the body. Let him run. Let him use the hands. Dude, I loved it. I thought he played great. But I am glad Thorne was QB1. Um, That's pretty much it, though. I just thought he played well. I don't think there are many people out there kind of like the Thorne haters. I don't think he's got a group of haters. I'm sure one will form eventually. That's just how things go, I guess. But um I think Thorne is the answer. His legs too. He had a couple of runs where it's again, he he runs it and you're all you're oh, this guy's pretty quick, actually. Like you're pretty impressed when he gets when he gets out in open space. Oh, this guy can make some shit happen. I don't know. I, I just am big on Thorne. I'm big on dual threat quarterbacks, especially when Thorne seems to be a good leader, especially when week one. He's not making dumb decisions. He's making the right reads. It would appear he's delivering when he's got like a a clean pocket. And then if you can hand it to Kenneth Walker 23 times, that's a plus as well. That makes anybody's job easier. I don't care who you are, but we'll see. Hopefully he stays healthy um, and I'm juiced to watch the state team the rest of the way. Uh, I guess maybe a minute on Michigan. I didn't watch a ton of their games. Second quarter, they stomped Western. That's what Michigan does best. They kill the bad teams that nobody cares about in their beginning of September. That is the Michigan difference. They smash those teams. Okay. Okay get all the fans hype, sell some tickets, sell a few jerseys, okay, maybe make a who's got it better than us video, and then lose the Penn State, lose the Wisconsin, lose the Ohio State, lose the Michigan State. That's how it goes. So congrats to Michigan. Convincing, convincing win. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, though, Michigan, I guess they're fine. I, don't, I didn't watch a ton. I saw the McNamara throw. That was sick. But Michigan is a prove-it team for me. They're a prove-it team. Every year for the last six years, I've heard this is Michigan's year to win the Big Ten. This quarterback, this is the one. Harbaugh handpicked them. Every year I hear the same shit. Nothing ever changes. If anything, it's getting worse. If anything, it's getting worse. That's what I said last week. It's We'll see this week. Michigan, Washington this week. The segment I do the following week, or whatever, after this weekend that was so poorly worded. The segment I do, Detroiter, we'll talk Michigan. We'll do some Michigan. We're going to dive into that Washington game no matter what. I know Washington just lost to Montana, but still, they're going to be gassed up even more now after that loss, right? You guys are going to be gassed up prime time. We'll see. We're going to watch Michigan-Washington, and then I think you'll be able to kind of not make a decision on this Michigan team, but see where they're at. I think McNamara, from what I saw, played well. Losing Ronnie Bell fucking blows because he was cooking that that's a shame. Um, that hurts, too. He was cooking. He couldn't be stopped in that game. He was Kenneth Walker at the wideout position through two quarters. I don't know. We'll see. Play play a big-time team in a big-time moment. I know everyone says, oh, Harbaugh doesn't win big games, and then the narrative changes. I agree with Michigan fans that make that point. Like he, And then he beats Northwestern, whatever and then, oh, they smash Wisconsin at home, but, oh, Wisconsin's not that good. I respect that. I do uh, think that that narrative just is cheap. Like, it was a big game at the time. Washington, who knows? That could be one of those games where in 10 weeks people are trying to say, oh, that wasn't a big game. They stunk. Listen, it's a big game. In reality, in real time right now, this Saturday, it's a big game. Washington wants to win. Michigan wants to win. Michigan and Harbaugh here. This shit, they want to prove prime time, lights are on. We're coming for blood. They want to prove that they can win the big game. It's a big game, no matter how you cut the cake. And if Michigan loses against Washington, obviously the season's not over. They could still win eight games, maybe nine games. Who knows? But if you lose to Washington, I think it just takes the air out of your inflatable life vests. <laughs> You lost to Washington? Okay. Well, Penn State, probably not. I guess maybe after that Wisconsin game. Ohio State, for sure not. Maybe lose it. Like, everybody just is going to quit. So it absolutely is a big game. They have a lot to lose. Maybe it won't end up being that much to gain, but they have a lot to lose. It's It would be a deflating loss, and I think it's in Ann Arbor big game for Michigan. No matter what, I don't care if state fans, Ohio state fans, whoever try to say in 3 weeks, oh, Michigan Washington's not good. If Michigan beats them, that's not a big game. It's a big game. So, I'm excited to watch that and I think we'll be able to find out where Michigan's at. That's kind of what I liked about the state Northwestern. Everyone said, "Hey, Northwestern's going to be pretty good. They've been pretty good the last couple of years." That's a like that's a nice measuring stick. I like seeing state do that and then thinking, "Oh, like that team they just beat is supposed to be pretty good. I like that. Michigan they they smash Western which is nice, but let's get them let's get them someone, you know, let's get them someone real that has high stakes to play for. All right, another quick break. I'm fucking parched and then we're going to uh run through the line schedule. The Detroit Football Lions. The moment we've all been waiting for. Detroit football is back, and the Lions look to not be the worst team in the league. Isn't that fun when you go into the NFL season and that's your team slogan? Aiming to not be the worst. Yeah, let's go, Lions. That is the best. Yay. Yay. Football's back. Yay. I get to watch the Lions. Woo. (sighs) Ah, <sighs> all right. <laughs> had to get that out of my system. I'm sorry, didn't have a choice. I didn't have a choice. It's gonna be positive vibes only. It's gonna be positive vibes only. Had to just get that off my chest. had to just expel some demons. if you're gonna fo- like uh what was it if you're gonna forage into the valley of hope, forage is a word for moving into. I believe right? Foraging through a forest. that's what I was thinking. If you're going to forage into the Valley of Hope, you cannot bring demons with you. You got to expel those demons at the door. Take your shoes off, wipe your feet on the mat, and expel those demons at the door. You have to. You have to. I want to take you. I want to forage in front of you on our way to the Valley of Hope, and that's where I'll be living (laughs) for the next 16 weeks. And if the Valley of Hope our mission becomes to root for the number 1 draft pick then root my little heart out I'm going to right if it's let's win one more game to make the playoffs playoffs I'm going to root my little heart out even more any way the cookie crumbles it's going to be positive vibes only as long as it possibly can be until I snap like a like a wishbone on thanksgiving Had to get it out of my system. Had to. Before we run the schedule down, let me just set the expectations for the Cats this year. For me, my expectations, what my mindset is going into the season, obviously, obviously don't expect great things. If you didn't listen to the last two minutes, obviously I'm not expecting huge things, right? I think there are... a few things to expect, though, or to to look for and, and hope for and hope they happen and cheer about if they do happen, be happy about if they do happen. I want to talk about those. I'll talk the record. We can do the numbers. If you want to turn me into an accountant, we can do the numbers. I'll talk record and where I think they might finish. We're going to go through the schedule, but – This is a rebuilding year. I compared it to when Mel Tucker came to MSU last year. And honestly, honestly, this season at MSU should be a little bit that way where it's free pass. We get it. We get it. The reason you're here and you're new is because it's been bad. It's because you're not working with the whole lot. It's going to be waited out. Just watch the games. Fucking be a good boy. You know, wear the ties, st- sit up straight in your chair and cheer on the Lions for 17 games. And then we can get into it. That's where it is. I'm sh- I, like, I'm still going to get mad. I'm going to go into every game hoping the Lions win. I'm still going to get angry when they do stupid shit. When they, if they, I guess, throw away games. Right? I'm still going to get angry. But you got to understand, we're building. It's not an overnight thing, it's a process. Every day that passes, that Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes are in the building and the staff they've assembled, it's better for Detroit. It gets better. The team gets better. The future gets better. Every day that goes by that those guys are, are in the building and molding the culture, things are getting better. I don't mind golf. I'm on record as saying, I don't mind golf. I think to be in a Super Bowl, everyone. Oh, McVeigh! I don't McVeigh, dude. What did anyone do to you, McVeigh? Like, take a little accountability one time. Jared Goff, he's running around talking about, oh, he couldn't do this, he couldn't do that. He still went to a Super Bowl, brother. Like, what do you mean? You you went to a Super Bowl? I know your defense was good. I get that. It still happened. Like, you can't be an absolute bum and quarterback your way to a Super Bowl. That doesn't seem very realistic. That doesn't like, oh, he's ass and they still made it. I don't think that's the way it works. I think golf, similar but to a lesser extent of kind of what I just said about Peyton Thorne, he'll make the easy plays. He'll make the normal plays. I think at this point at least I hope he'll know what to do with the football or have a better idea of what he's doing with the football in each play more, you know, let's protect it. Let's take care of it. Let's just make sure we don't turn it over. And then when the guy's wide open in the middle of the field, I put it on him. Like, that's what I need. The thing is with this team, if if the offensive line comes to fruition, that fucking clock, I don't know if the, you guys can hear that, it's bird clock in my basement. It's so uh, just obnoxiously loud, and it goes like three times. I don't know if you can hear it. It's obscene. Why do we have that? Why do we have that? That clock's ridiculous. I digress. Jared Goff can't be that bad. I don't think he is. I think he can do the easy things. And if the offensive line, Taylor Decker, Frank Ragnow, Sewell, oh, you had a bad preseason. Dude, I just, I'm not even, relax, relax fucking hate how cancerous I, Lions Twitter and Pistons Twitter, it feels. Or not even Twitter, just the fan bases. They're so ready to dismiss a guy. TJ Hawkinson, after his rookie year, everyone's fucking, oh, Hawk, Hawk, Hawk. Everyone loves him now, of course, because he was good last year in his second year only. In his rookie year, people were bagging on Hawk. Dude, this guy just went from college to playing professional athletes. Like, relax a bit. It's been one year. Oh, and then all of a sudden he's very good in year two. Wow. Crazy how one year of working out and adjusting. Wow. Same with Free Hefe. Jeff Okuda last year. Didn't have a great season. Everyone's ripping on him. Oh, Kuda boss, Okuda this. Dude, it's been one year. Just relax on these guys. Relax on Penesuo. If the offensive line... Can live up to the billing. I don't think they're supposed to be some generational offensive line that'll be talked about in the annals of history. I do think they're supposed to be a good offensive line, though. If you can give Goff time, any quarterback's better with time, certainly a guy like Goff. Like if you get Goff's a guy, you give him a bunch of time, he'll make moves, he'll find a guy, like he'll figure something out, right? If they can give him time, DeAndre Swift. Probably the best player on our offense outside of maybe Ragnar. Definitely the most or the best uh, skill guy we got. DeAndre Swift running behind the L line. DeAndre Swift check down security blanket out of the backfield for Goff. I don't hate the sound of that. I don't love it. Again, I don't think it's going to be a world record. I don't hate that though. The strength of the offense being the offensive line has that ever happened? Since I've been alive, has that ever happened? Honestly. And then you're going to get a guy like Swift running behind it, catching passes, and a guy like Goff, who's been to a Super Bowl, who's led successful teams. Like, that has to mean something. Yeah, Matthew Stafford is better. I agree. But that's got to mean something. That's got to mean something. And then the defense. I think that'll be the biggest question mark. The defense last year, it was so, 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 so bad. And Stafford and the offense, they only won, what, five games? Stafford and the offense would give you some flashes. They'd try to make some plays, and the defense could not stop anybody. Tavai's gone. Thank God. How are you slow? Bad at run defense. Undersized. Can't cover anybody. Slow, and you're a, what a second round draft pick at the linebacker position. I mean, good God, he's probably a great guy. Couldn't have been worse at linebacker. My my first thought when you get when someone says Jelani Tavai, I think of slow, just very slow. Always behind. Never seen him catch anybody. Very slow. Thank God. Okuda, I hope to see improvement from. I hope everybody wants him to improve. Like I was saying earlier, the haters of this guy. It drives me nuts. Okuda bounced back. Listen, you don't just forget how to play corner. We'll see what happens with him. Tracy Walker, I love since his rookie year, and then he kind of fell off. I hope he comes on stronger. And then the the defensive line. Okwara, we'll see what he does. We'll see what he does. Like He had a pretty good season last year. I think one of the more underrated seasons, probably around the league, he was nice. He got to the quarterback a little bit. Let's see if he can, I don't know, dude, take it to the next level a bit. I wouldn't hate that. Jamie Collins, let's see where he's at, right? Trey Flowers, I mean, don't love him, but he's on the team. (laughs) We'll see. I think it comes down to the defense. And a lot of it too, both defensively and offensively, like we're sadly one of those teams where it's like we just don't have those guys. We don't have many of those guys where it's like, oh, he can do some stuff. Like Swift, a couple of those dudes on the offensive line. Maybe Oquara here and that like, and that's about it. Where it's like, oh, we gotta like we got some guys. I can just make a play at any time. Almost the opposite of what I was saying with MSU. MSU those wideouts are all guys where it's like oh yeah they can do stuff they can make a play like if a uh, play is gonna be impacted by them you're probably like oh it's gonna be good for us more times than it's bad they had though like the Lions don't have a ton of those guys which whether it's wideouts certainly if it's quarterbacks defensive ends like a linebacker I love teams with a good linebacker though you just have one of those guys. you can have him at a key position like that, and it's, oh, he'll do something like he's not gonna let you lose. And all these teams got more of them than we do. all of them, Devonte Adams and Aaron Jones, two guys that bona fide can just oh, you know what? you guys take this one off. I got it. I'll fucking take this thing to the house. messing both on offense and defense. We'll see, though. I I want to. My expectation and my hope, ultimately, for this team, I mean, it's tough on one hand. Like, Probably should try to get the first overall draft pick. Probably should. But I can't root against them. I just can't. I know there are people, I'm sure people this year, will be rooting for them to lose every game from the jump. I just can't do it. When they're playing, I'm in. Like, I'm not watching to fucking see them lose. That's crazy. Why would I do that? I'm watching to see if they can pull it off. They could amaze me and everybody else in Detroit. But I think five wins could be possible. Six? Six, maybe? Say, I don't know. I don't know. I want to see them play hard. I want to see them all this shit we've heard. Oh, man, it's a, it's changed. Oh, it's fun. I haven't had this much fun playing football. I want to see them have fun. I want to like be able to notice that it's different. Yeah, sure, we still may be losing, right? sure maybe the defense isn't great sure maybe the offense i just want to see that it's different i just want to see that it's changing i want to see them more fired up i want to see them passionate i want to see them and hear them and and see and read shit that makes me think oh these these guys like are in these guys wanted like when they want to they're doing their best like i want to know that the culture is changing to a place where people want to play here. People want to play for the the staff and the people around them in Detroit. Obviously, I want things to happen on the field, but this isn't the year for that. If you wanted the year one of Mel Tucker, let's see it. You'd be you'd be a psychopath. We got to let these guys draft. They want to make a few trades, make a few pickups, whatever. We got to let these guys craft a roster, and then and then, all right, let's see what you can do. You got a little bit more talent now. Let's see what you can do. At the same time, I am interested. Like, let's see what you can do with this team. I don't think, I I don't think the lines are great, obviously, but I don't think the lines are as bad as people think. Like, I don't, worst team in the league with Jared Goff and a good old line and Swift. I don't see that really. Like, I don't see that happening. Could be wrong, but I don't think they'll be that bad. I think they'll be bad. I don't think they'll be, Like, worst three bad. They could be. That's just my thought. Let's run down the schedule then, I suppose, with that being said. Week one, San Fran. Like, this is the thing. Call me an optimist. Everyone's big on San Fran. Everyone, oh, oh, Jimmy G, oh, Cal Shanahan's got his guys. Wait, why are we big on San Fran? I know they had a lot of injuries last year. Fine, on their D-line. Okay. Why are we big on San Fran, though? Cal Shanahan... One to one with Jimmy G, but Jimmy G is all of a sudden not the answer. They were trash last year. Apparently, like Jimmy G, it seemed like Kyle Shanahan couldn't stand him. Why are we big on the Niners? I, I'm not saying the Lions win this game. It's in Detroit, season opener, new regime. You know. I don't care what the circumstance or the narrative around this season is. Ford Field's going to be rocking. You know it. It'll be going crazy. Why do the 49ers just win that game? I don't really see that. Like games like that. I don't, why, why is it just the foregone conclusion that the Niners would win that game? I think it's going to be a good one. I think that's a toss up for the sake of optimism, for the sake of optimism, we'll go all of these. We'll go the optimistic side. Niners. We'll call it a win. Good God. And the following week, at least it's on Monday night. That's kind of cool. Shocking. Why? Why is this team (laughs) this team gets to play on a Monday night this year? It's Packers-Lions at Lambeau so that'll be fucking cool, but no Stafford and we get to play on Monday night? What is going on at Lambeau Monday night unless Aaron Rodgers is saying what is all the time or or we accept that. They say what is. (laughs) Unless Aaron Rodgers is giving answers to questions in a game show format. There it is. By then, we lose to the Packers twice. If they have a Raj, we lose. We They're going to score on us, and uh, Jared Goff, you, like I, I think he's fine. I'm a Jared guy. He's not going to keep up with A-Rodge. I'm sorry. One-on-one. One. Ravens, same thing. They're going to score too many points. Lamar Jackson is better than everybody we have. He is the definition of one of those guys that can just change a game. We don't score with them. 1 and 2. Lions at Bears. This is a big game. This is a big game. See, like for them to max out their potential, this is a game you got to win. Hopefully for for every Lions fan out there. I hope Andy Dalton starts this game. If Andy Dalton starts this game, I don't care if he's thrown for 500 yards each of the first 3 weeks. If Andy Dalton starts this game, the Lions should win this game. Period. If Andy Dalton starts this game, the Lions should win this game. If Justin Fields starts, word on the street, a lot of people speculating, they're eyeing week four. They're eyeing that Lions game to to get Justin Fields' first start. Like, hey, the Lions, they stink. In Chicago, it's going to not quite be bare weather, but it'll be like football weather. Soldier's going to be packed. Everybody's going to want to be there. You got to have it if you're Detroit. You got to have it. Um for for the sake of optimism again we'll say two and two if if Justin Fields starts this game I don't feel good about it Justin Fields is their quarterback I do not feel good about our chances if Andy Dalton's the quarterback I feel pretty good Lions at Vikings um again another team nobody's saying they're great but I feel like people think the Vikings are going to be better than I think that like why would the like they're going to be okay They'll be fine. Their defense will probably suck too. They'll score some points and won't be able to stop. Why? Why are people – why do you think the Vikings are going to be good? I They'll be okay. I think we split with the Vikings. Say we lose this one on the road, I and that's fairly optimistic. I mean, the Vikings are better than us, but they're a beatable team. Like so many of these teams in the NFL too. You got guys with experience. So many of these teams are closer than people think. Like th- I think in the NFL – the really good teams are way better than everybody else. Like there's like a a bracket, like probably the top three, four teams, little, like a space, whatever, next four, and then a big space. And it's like, and the rest, you know, they can fight amongst themselves. Like if you're outside the top 10, maybe even top 12, it's like anybody that plays each other in in the rest of that 18, you, who They could just beat anyone, dude. They're all like very similar teams, I think. That's how I look at it. So Vikings, will call that a win. That was lo- so long-winded. Two and, or no, three? Yep, yeah, because we're saying we beat the Bears. <laughs> Fuck, we're going to lose that Chicago game. I got to take that back. I'm sorry. We're going to lose that Chicago game. I, even if Andy Dalton starts. On the road, soldier, we're going to lose that game. So we're two and three Cincinnati and Detroit. They fucking blow. I don't care. Joe Burrow. I don't care how many knees he's got. They blow. We beat Cincy. You have to beat Cincy. You're bad. If you don't beat Cincy. Lions at Rams. So we're three and three. That's not bad. This opening schedule is pretty fucking favorable for Detroit. I mean, Niners Packers Ravens right in a row. That's not great, but whatever. We'll take that blow. I don't think the Niners, like I said, are that great. I'm glad we get them first when the confidence is higher. Um, Rams, 3-3, three and three, Lions at Rams. If you think Matthew Stafford loses this game, you are out of your mind. Besides, not even to mention how much better the rest of his team is, if you think Matthew Stafford allows the Rams to lose this game, you're out of your mind. Although golf revenge game, big time golf revenge game, so maybe, but no, they're so much better than us. Rams beat us. Three and four, Eagles at Lions. Another winnable game. The Eagles stink. Jalen Hurts, okay, they're going to be fucking terrible, dude. In Detroit, Lions win that. Why wouldn't, again, like, who says the Lions are just going to lose that game? Lions at Steelers. I feel like I'm in the minority on Pittsburgh. I know they're projected to be good. I know they got all the toys. I watched them a lot last year. I know Big Ben, whatever. Yeah, I don't like how they look. I don't like how they they their offense it works kind of, but when they play good teams it feels like it doesn't. I don't know. I don't love Pittsburgh. It's in Pittsburgh. Um they just have a better tradition of winning. I'm sh- like they'll pr- they'll win this game probably, but this honestly even is another game where in my head I'm like is it the foregoing conclusion? Like I don't know, maybe Lions at Browns l fucking l they're gonna run for five thousand yards on us i hate to say it congrats trey congrats i said it i hate to but i said it no chance they beat the browns no chance so what, what how many wins we got right now niners vikings uh or no vikings on the road we said is a loss so niners we're losing the bears game i'm sorry Bengals, birds okay three wins Lose to the Steelers. Who am I kidding? Lose to the Browns. Bears at Lions. Dub four wins. Vikings at Lions. Dub five wins. Lions at Broncos. They another team. Okay, we could beat them. like why not beat these guys? They stink. Teddy, I love Teddy Two Gloves. I guess they may be better. I fucking love Teddy Two Gloves. I still don't love Denver though. Like another team. Like they're gonna be. They could just be ass. I feel like we'll say that's a win, dude. Why not? Why fucking not? Is that six? Is that six wins? Cardinals at Lions. Cardinals should beat us. Should have beat us last year and they didn't. Which, again, makes me think, all right, I don't. Again, this is kind of a toss up. Should have beat us last year and they didn't. It meant a lot last year. They didn't. We'll probably be dejected at this point, though. We'll say L. Lions of Falcons, another game they should win. We should all say W, like another toss-up. Why not? Seven wins, Lions at Seahawks L, Packers at Lions L. Seven wins. Falcons, Broncos, Vikings in Detroit, Bears in Detroit. Four right there. Eagles. And then Niners week one. Like Niners week one could be a loss, but again, like Bears, Bears on the road. Week four, that could be a win. You ask me, that could be a win. Right, the odds are probably less than 50, but that could be a win, dude. You never fucking know. That Arizona game late down the stretch. We beat them last year. That could be a win. That could be a win. I think Steelers, too. Like, you never fucking know, dude. It's a crazy league any given Sunday. 7-10, and 10, though. I think that's kind of the perfect record for what I think they'll be. I think they'll be a bad team. I don't think they'll be bad enough to, I mean, they'll still get someone good, right? Like any top 10 pick is solid. I don't think they'll be good or bad enough to have the first quarterback. If that's the way they wanted to go or have cave Thibodeau or a P to his leg. I don't think they will be that bad, but the the season will be over before week 17. I'll tell you that. Like they will be, it, it'll be a repeat of last year. Almost just kind of like, all right. Well that was a waste of time. One of those. <laughs> One of those. And you still don't get the guy. You don't have a high enough draft pick to get the guy. Okay, hey, seven overall, eight overall. The oh, he's a good player. You can't get the guy though. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm I'm I can't wait to watch him on Sunday. I'm gonna go in, like I said, with expectations of Lions are fucking winning today. Why not? San Fran blows. Let's win the goddamn game. I know we all have our predisposed notions of the team. We all, I have how I think they're going to be. You got how you think they'll be, whatever. Let's be positive though. Like I'm going to start off at least like, all right, you guys are got no reason to be mad at you. I got no reason to not believe let's go. I don't like, I'm not going in expecting let's win the Super Bowl, but let's go. Let's win some games. I'm down to win games. People want to tank Jared Goff, bro revenge tour you want to shove it down McVay's cram hole I'm in bro let's win some games DeAndre Swift you want people to start talking about you one of the best running backs in the league I'm in let's win some fucking games Dan Campbell you want some respect on your name all these people cowered oh he wears a hat oh you can't be a good shut the hell up let's win some damn games bro I'm here I'm ready I don't need a top five draft pick I don't need to to be upset every Sunday. We can win some fucking games. Let's go. O-line run game. Anything can happen then. I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, I we'll see what happens. We'll take it week by week. I'm excited though. I love football. I love pro football, I love college football. This has been like the best week. One of the best weeks of the year probably. Just like I've been I didn't even realize how much I missed football. So it's been good. Can't wait to watch the Lions this weekend. Can't wait to watch state steamroll penguins. Hope you guys have a phenomenal rest of your week. I may do, I don't know. I may do another episode later in the week previewing the games more. I don't know. But if I don't, we will see you next week for two episodes. I appreciate the support. Appreciate everybody who shares it. Like, subscribes, lose a rating. Love you guys. Check out the Kenneth Walker If you're an MSU football fan, please at least check out the Kenneth Walker shirt in the store. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow on the Second String podcast feed. See you then.